Hi everybody, it's Chrissy Hutchings here. I want to talk to you today about my most popular, most listened to podcast and why I think that that's so. I believe there's a really good reason for it and that's what I'm going to talk about today. Today's topic is woman. Now, if you're a man and you're listening to this podcast, it's okay. You're totally welcome here. Even though it's specific to women, anybody can glean from this. And especially women out there who struggle with being enough, feeling worthy, and striving to prove yourself at every turn. You know, I think it's kind of just our um, lot in life. I'm hoping that by the end of this podcast, you'll find the courage to honor who God's made you as a woman, even though there are tons of voices in our society that don't. Stay tuned. Hi everybody, I'm Chrissy Hutchings and this is The Worship Life, a podcast about all things worship, the heartbeat of God for all of life. And today we're going to talk about women, about you, your heart, your life, and what you bring to the table as woman, not as a businesswoman, a woman in the ministry, or with gifting and talent, but just you, woman, and how that is enough to change your world and the world at large. I hope you're doing okay today. I thank you so much for tuning in. And I want to encourage you to share this with other women. Share it on your social media platforms, on Instagram, Facebook, anywhere you socialize on the internet. I want you to go ahead and share it because I believe it's going to be a really powerful thing, not just for you, but anybody else. And especially women that you know that struggle with their womanhood, that struggle with uh, just their feelings of self-worth, their ability to honor themselves, their ability to see the beautiful creatures that God created them to be inside and out. I want to encourage you to share it with them. And I want to start with a poem that I recently wrote on my blog at ChrissyHutchings.com. It really has struck a chord with many women as I shared it on my social media platforms at Instagram and Facebook. And many women really, really were impacted by it. And really, it was the catalyst for today's podcast. It is simply called Woman. I never learned to honor the woman that is me. Rarely, if ever, did I see what it looked like. Permission to breathe or even exist I thought was necessary. And so I begged, pleaded for the space to belong, to be approved, to be validated, to be and so I partnered with the lie, held hands with those who dismissed me, shunned the gift that was me, my love, my laughter, my touch that could bring life and joy. And why would you throw away life? And I joined in, hiding myself, despising myself, hating myself, giving away my divine power to stand in the image that was my father to love what he loved about me, to celebrate what he smiled upon. Instead, I partnered with the devil, believed his lies, believed his image of me almost to the death of me. But here I stand up, 
lift my voice for all women who are still struggling to find theirs and declare, you are valuable, you are incredible, you are worthy of love, of applause, of joy and celebration. I honor you. I celebrate you. You are loved. Don't fear for your sisterhood arises around you. Come out from the shadows and show up. We stand behind you, with you, and for you. We need your beauty, your strength, your resolve and resilience. We need your laughter and wisdom. We need your nurture, your ingenuity. The world needs you. You are a gift from heaven the Father has sent down to earth. Come out and fulfill all you are meant to be. To hell with the devil and his lies. Step into the truth of who you are. Never surrender or betray her. Wow. Just as I read that over again, it's so impactful, even for me. And that poem really is the story of my life and how I have discounted myself as a woman, not even specifically as a person, but as woman, because most of the, the atmosphere that I grew up in and most of the atmosphere that was around at the time I grew up in the seventies were very anti-woman. Um, you know, women are a minority I don't know if you know that, but women are considered a minority group, uh, just like you have African-Americans, you have Latinos, you have all these different minority groups. Women really had to struggle and fight for their right <laughs> to be, to be, to be part of the world, to be part of a contributing to the um the society. And there are women out there listening to this podcast and you're old enough to know that you're old enough to be back in those days where women had to struggle. And still there's a lot of things that women still struggle with, but I'm really hoping by the end of this broadcast that you're not going to struggle anymore, that you're really going to begin to seek after God so that he can heal these parts of you. Because let me tell you, when you don't have a model you know, and my mom was a great mom. She was an amazing woman. She was very nurturing, but she grew up in an atmosphere where she didn't have a mom. Her mother died when she was three years old. So she did not have a model for being a mother, for being a woman. And she really had to find her own way. And it was very difficult for her. There were a lot of ways that she was insecure. And, you know, I looked to her, I didn't realize it at the time, but as I've grown older, just like I have my own daughter, looking back over life, women have struggled. And I remember in the 70s when my mom went to work and she had a job and wow, she was getting it, man. She was a modern woman. And I was, I went, wow. At the time, I kind of had this hate on for how people were treating women. And man, I was just all gung-ho for women's lib and all that. And one of the ways that I uh, expressed that, and I was going to prove that I could do anything that a man could do, you know, I joined the ROTC class in the 10th grade in my high school 
because I wanted to show those guys that a woman could do anything they could do. And look, let me tell you, back then, you paid for a decision like that. I really paid for a decision like that. I was chided. I was I was ridiculed. I was made fun of. I was humiliated almost every day by the guys in that class. I kid you not. And all it did, even though I really like the Air Force, I even thought seriously about going in the Air Force. Deep down, it was about, I'm going to show you that I'm important. I'm going to show you that I'm valuable, just like a man is valuable. And man, I was hot-headed at that time, and I was really going to show and prove myself. And, you know, it was a fight for all the years that I was in ROTC. And as time went on, I began to be comfortable in that place. But let me tell you this, as I look back at that, it was more about proving my worth than it was about standing in my worth. I was more about proving to the men and the young boys in those classes and even the teacher that I could do anything that a guy could do. And let me tell you, my teacher, boy, he was on my side. <laughs> he was had my back. He was about uh, supporting me in anything I wanted to do, not because he was trying to prove to somebody that he valued women, but that he valued people. And he valued me. But one of the things that I learned in that situation is I could do all the fighting I wanted to do. But at the end of the day, when I went home, if I didn't value myself, man, none of it was worth it. It was all just fighting. It was all just bumps and bruises and heartache. And I'd come home at the end of the day and allow the experiences that I had in that class and the experiences that all women were having really nationwide and worldwide and let it impact what I believed about myself. And, you know, all the relationships that I had, all the turmoil that, uh, you know, I experienced in my growing up life and even in my adult life, I have allowed it over the years to determine how worthy I was as a person, I didn't have enough in my own heart to be satisfied with who I was as woman. And let me tell you, I have observed a lot of women in my life. I have observed their courage. I have observed uh, their beauty inwardly and outwardly. I have observed their struggles as single women, as parents, as mothers, as wives, as friends, observed and been part of the struggle even in the workforce and in ministry. And I can tell you this, that when I began to put myself in the same category as the women that I saw, because for most of my life, I didn't. For most of my life, I thought, man, there has got to be something about them that I just can't measure up to that. What is it about them that they can go jump out of airplanes and they can go scuba diving and they can do all these other things that I can't do, that I'm afraid to do? What makes them so special that I can't be like that? And I made a lot of comparisons and look, everybody knows that that's a terrible evil. You know, that, that's just not a wise thing to do. You know, and most of the time we look at other women and we think they've got something that I don't have. And when I have it, then I'll be somebody. 
When I have it like they have it, then I'll be somebody. When I'm blowing up the internet, uh, you know, I look at, I podcast and I blog and, you know, there's times where I make comparisons to where when my, when my podcast and my blog does this, man, then I'll be somebody. And if, if I do this, then I'll be somebody. Single women say, hey, when I get married, I'm going to be somebody. And we constantly look at this outward place that's going to make us somebody someday. And what I have discovered in my life is that you are already somebody. You've allowed the culture, you've allowed life experiences, you've allowed your failures and you moms out there, the failures of your children to speak condemning words over you and take away and strip you of all the power that God has innately given you as woman. And the, the sad part about me is that, uh, you know, I'm 58 years old now. And again, I'm not old, but I look back at my life raising three children who are grown and have families of their own now. And when I look back and I think everybody can look back and go, man, if I knew then what I know now, and it's even more about if I understood the power that God gave me as woman, wow, boy, the things that I would have done differently. And that's why I'm doing this podcast today, because my hope is that I can share some things with you that you can begin to apply. Now, look, I'm going to tell you straight up right now, nothing can change your heart and change your mind, but the spirit of God period, the end. You can listen to all the podcasts you want. You could read all the books you want. Only God can affect and bring about the changes in your life that help you to see right, that help your eye to be bright and full of light. You know that scripture, it says, if your eye is dark, then how deep is that darkness? And the way we see ourselves is so huge in what we're able to accomplish in this earth. And I want to talk about just about three women in the Bible. And there's a ton more. There's many, many more. But I want to share them with you because they seem to be very average women. You know, in the scheme of things, and this they they weren't they weren't king or they weren't queens. One of them became a queen, but initially that's not what she was. They were three simple women that realized their potential, that honored themselves. And that's a huge word. And that's a, a big component of what I want to talk about today is honoring yourself as woman. Look, if you don't honor yourself, nobody else will. If you don't respect yourself, nobody else will. And you can make a ton of decisions based on your lack of respect. I want to deviate before I actually get to those women and just talk uh, to women in general regarding relationships with men. Now, I am no expert. Trust me, the people that know me very intimately know that I am no expert by any means. But I have learned some things um, really in retrospect as I look back, and I believe that's why the Bible says older women teach the younger women. A lot of times as women, we do not 
have the knowledge that we need to have in order to navigate relationships with men. And one of the reasons is because we did not see it modeled around us. We didn't see it modeled around us. Maybe you came from a household where there was violence and where women were not honored and women were not respected. And so you learned that this was commonplace, that this is the, the common thing. So that when you are disrespected or, uh, you know, abused in some kind of way, you don't, you don't think it's any kind of big deal. Well, no, it's okay. It's okay. I mean, I'm nothing. And a lot of those things are ingrained and conditioned in us as women growing up. And you can be a woman that's a woman liber and you're burning your bra and you're holding up a protest sign and all that. And that could be the biggest sign of how insecure you are as a woman, as a woman. Women that are secure and that understand their value and honor themselves do not scream and shout, but they don't have to scream and shout. They don't have to raise their voice. They don't have to make a point. They don't have to prove themselves because they don't feel the need to because of how they already value and honor themselves. And the sad thing is there's a lot of women that, that don't do that because they just don't know how. They were never taught. They were never um, instructed in their own families and the women that were around them. They were never instructed. You know, you were instructed in two ways as a woman, and that is to humble yourself and surrender everything you are to a man and never, ever have a voice and never, ever come up for air. Or you were instructed to have your own money and do it your own way. And you ain't never going to let a man uh, control you and all this kind of stuff. That's the way we we've been raised. That's the way that we've been schooled one or the other, because rarely do you find a woman that is able to stand in her own power humbly, but with strength. And man, when you find a woman like that, you better learn all that you can from her. <laughs> and those women are rare. And the reason they're rare is that it takes a lot of courage to walk like that. Because you're going to lose friends when you walk like that. You're going to lose men in your life when you walk like that. They're are many men out there and and one of the reasons why they treat women disrespectfully is is again they're in the same boat as women are they don't have a model for how to treat women they don't have a model for what they're supposed to be their only model is you got to be macho and you got to be in control to be a man and there are a lot of voices and a lot of things that men have learned that are negative as well just like women and that's why the bible is so important that's why hearing the voice of God is so important because the only one who knows what he created men and women for is God. He's the only one that can really tell us who we are and why he created us the way that he did, you know, and I really want to share a couple of things to help us be smart as women, um, to help us honor who God's made us not for the sake of gain or uh, an end or anything, but just to honor God. You know, when we honor ourselves and who he's created us to be, then, um, then we honor him in a very um, natural, in a very uh, significant way. One of the things that 
God has given us. And I want to speak to this because so many women out there are broken in their sexuality because they've been violated by men and women and other people. And when you try to have relationships with men, when you've been broken in that way, it's almost impossible. It is almost impossible because most of the time, women who've been violated in those kinds of ways through rape and incest and molestation and all kinds of stuff like that, uh, domestic violence, there is no reference point when you grow up, especially if those things happen to you as a child, there is no reference point. There's no reference point for how men are supposed to treat women and how women are supposed to respond with men. There is no reference point. And so you grow up and try to have these thriving, healthy relationships when you don't even know what thriving, healthy relationships look like because you never experienced it. And actually to a fault, you experienced quite the contrary. And so the place that's broken in most women that have been violated in these kinds of ways is so deep that we don't even recognize it. We can't even pinpoint it. And so we grow up striving and trying to find joy and happiness in relationships. And all the while, this very deep, dark hurt uh, lurks down underneath the surface. And whether you've been born again or not, there are still places of your life that have to be redeemed. Yes, God redeemed your spirit. He redeemed who you were. You are, you are redeemed and set apart. And there are some places that God is so patient. He's such a God of order and he walks us through things and brings us to a place of strength. But I really want to speak to you as a woman. If you've been broken in these ways and you've been trying to establish healthy relationships and you just don't have a reference point for it, you know, there's many, many scriptures in the Bible that teach about relationship in different ways that husbands and wives should be. But, you know, you might not, you might not be married out there. You might be trying to navigate a relationship with a man and, and you are not, um, you're not married and you're still having a rough time. You got trust issues. You got all kinds of issues that you can't give your heart to anybody and you can't trust anybody or you over trust people and, um, they take advantage of you and manipulate you and all those kinds of things. And these leave marks on women. And granted, I'm not bashing men at all. There are plenty of men out there that have been marked by women that that um, are broken and have caused harm. But this topic today is specifically for women. So that's why I'm zeroing in on that. Again, all of humanity is broken in ways that only God and the Holy Spirit can repair and redeem. And he does. He does redeem these things where we're these uh, places where we're broken. And uh, I'm a super perfect example of this. But I want to speak to you to say, I see you. I know you're out there. I know you're hiding. I know you're ashamed. I know you feel like you're the ugliest most lonely woman in the universe. You've been betrayed by friends. You've been betrayed by men. And some of you feel even betrayed by God. 
and I know you're out there and I want to speak to you because there is a place of peace for you. There is a place where you can begin to celebrate the fact that you are woman, that you can begin to honor the fact that you are woman. And there may be some of you out there who have decided that you don't want to be woman because of just the negativity that you've experienced being a woman. Maybe you have experienced a really negative woman and you have decided, I don't want to be like, I don't want to be a woman. So you're, you're attempting to become a man or you're attempting to become an other. And I don't mean any disrespect by that. What I'm saying is you are in a place of brokenness that you despise being woman because being woman to you has only caused hurt and harm, danger in your life. And so you want nothing to do with it. But I want to encourage you today to continue to listen because you as a woman, your power is immense in this earth. And it's an, it's a divine power that God gave you. You are not nothing. You are not empty and inept to bring about some kind of impact in the world. And if you believe that and live for years and years of your life, not ever showing up for the people and the relationships that God has put around you, when you are 60, 70, 80 years old, you will look back with tremendous regret, especially if you begin to learn how valuable that you are. And I'm not just saying that as a buzzword, because I know that's a buzzword today. I'm saying that as a true impact in the earth. You are valuable. Well, everybody, we have exceeded our time for today. I want to thank you so much for listening. Make sure you share this with women that you know are dealing with some of these things. And there is going to be a part two to this. Make sure you tune into that and uh, get that as well. Go out and make it a great day and we'll see you next time. 